Welcome back, Coyotes fans, to another episode of the Chirpin' Yodis podcast. Joining us tonight is Luke from the Coyote Corner. Static Randy is also with us. Boys, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Looking forward to talking some hockey with you boys and going from there. Um, how about you guys? I'm good myself, Grandy. I could be doing a little bit better after last night, but I'm here, I'm alive, and been a while since I've been on a podcast, so happy to get into it with you guys and kind of chop up a little bit about the Coyotes. I don't get to do it much, so look forward to it. Oh, yeah. Really exciting. Uh, yeah, brutal loss yesterday. What was it 7-2 to final? Yeah, I stopped watching it like 4-0. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go back and, uh, you know, play some games, so. But hey, they helped out the tank. Thank you, Dallas. We appreciate that. That's one more closer to Bedard, in my opinion. So hopefully uh-huh. that works out, knock on wood. So, What is it, the punch card that PHNX does? Oh, yeah, keep, something, yeah. Keep knocking them out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll <laughs> oh. take it, man. I mean, it's, ugh, it's brutal, but for the mission. We got to, it'll be worth it in a couple of years when we're on top. So, but Luke, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Let the fans know uh, how you're doing, how you got this started, how you found the Coyotes, anything. Floor is completely yours. Well, um, it's been a little over a year since we started Coyote Corner. I started it with a buddy, actually, uh, while I was attending school. I'm not in college anymore. I did my two years, got out. Went for me. But I met a guy. I was a big hockey fan. I'm not really a fan of any other sport. Um, maybe baseball a little bit here and there. Uh, but I was a big hockey fan, and being from North Carolina, being a Coyotes fan, you don't really meet a whole lot of them. Uh, but I actually got uh, roomed with this guy, and uh, he brought in a, a bunch of Coyotes gear uh, when he started unpacking. And I was like, I'll be damned. There ain't no way. I said, you a Coyotes fan? He said, yeah. I said, really? I said, where are you from? He said, I'm from New York. I said, well, I said, I'm a Coyotes fan too. And uh, he is doing – uh, college and he's still in college where I'm not, but he's getting his uh, bachelor's in sports journalism. Um, so he's been looking to get into the field and um, his dream is to someday work for the Coyotes. So we decided to start a Twitter page um, to kind of for more for him to get his foot in with, you know, writing and article work and podcast and, uh, you know, play by play, even though it's not vocal, but um, with Twitter and it's been a, wild ride since then we've really enjoyed it we've grown closer because of it um we don't live in the same state anymore but uh, we both find a way to make it happen and enjoy doing it so wow so That's North Carolina. what a small world yeah really wow hmm. i think when i was looking at text i think i found one random coyotes fan it was i don't remember where i saw him it was at the grocery store or something and happened to be both wore a jersey that night i was like wow look at that as so we talked for a little i can't remember he's from like north scottsdale or something i don't remember but it was cool. Oh, all the way in North Carolina. That's it's a distance, but it's good you're ripping us out there, especially in the hurricanes territory. So that's nice. I'm trying to make it out there. I think it's November 23rd there in Carolina. Um, I try to go every year to the Carolina game, but we'll see. Hopefully. At least you're in the better half of Carolina. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, South yeah. Carolina. I'll never go back to South Carolina. Never. I ain't never going back. Uh, South Carolina. Nobody good comes from there. Never. I can't think of a single bloke that comes from there that I like. Not a single nope. one. Not one comes to mind ever. Big shout out to <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love South Carolina. Huh? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't just suffer there. No big deal. Oh, yeah. So Chase caught a stray last podcast. Hayes caught a stray this podcast. <laughs> we just we just be gutting everyone down when they go show up. I know. It's, 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 it's given the motivation to get back on here. Yeah, I can't wait for the day that I miss. You guys be like, oh, that, that guy, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look at him with his little head. That What a freaking idiot. You know, As we're sitting there trying to figure out how to record and how to Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You want, you want to know what to name this one, huh? You want, you want to know the name it, huh? <laughs> oh, goodness. So any bits of small news before we get into the main show? Anything you guys want to cover? Any shout-outs? Anything that's kind of surprised you hockey-wise this week besides the obvious he should not be named segment that happened today? Ah. <laughs> Good luck, Boston. It's... That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that mess. Yep. But when that car turns out. Um, there's not re- it's, so, it's too early for surprises. There's some surprising teams out there, that's for sure. Buffalo looks like world beaters right now. But that jersey looks good too. It's too it's too early for surprises. We'll see in another week, two weeks, 
end of November. End of November is when I start paying attention to standings and all of that. Both both ways. So only surprise I've seen is is Vancouver. I didn't I actually had hope for Vancouver this year and they might give us a run for our money late in the season for, for that number one spot because they look terrible. They look They're, terrible and they look like they're playing with no heart. They look completely just lost. It is so sad. It really is. Yeah, it is sad to see it. I mean, like, we're tanking, but we still play. We're still playing out there, still giving it an effort, and that's the difference. That's what I like to see. At least we're trying. You know, we're not just phoning it in, cashing a paycheck. Uh, so I can respect that. Last night felt like... Last well, night started like we were phoning right, it in. I guess an, <laughs> I guess an asterisk. <laughs> an asterisk on that one, then. Ugh. I guess most of the time. Except when we wear the brand new reverse retros, which have hit the ice. Boys, what do we think now? They've hit the ice. What do we think about them? This is going to sound crazy because I was their biggest fan. I don't know if I liked them in action as much as I did on stills. Yeah, same. I had the same opinion. Mm -hmm. They look gorgeous in photos. They look gorgeous in photos. And then watching Mm -hmm. them on ice, it's just like, this doesn't just, it just, something seems off. So I wasn't crazy about it. I'm still buying one. I'm still buying one. Are you? Don't get me wrong. But I bought, I bought three already. Three of the reverse um, retros? One for me and two for giveaways. Oh, there sweet. You go. Well, you know, if you need a giveaway partner, let me, let me know, buddy. And, uh, you know, I'll give you my address real quick. <laughs> I'll model like it them for up you. Close. I'm with Grandy. Oh, yeah. I like them up close. The details on them up close were nice, but from a distance, I felt like I was watching Texas football. It just seemed That's... super like a burnt, dull orange. It wasn't very, uh, like, nothing popped you. to me. and It just looked a little bit. I don't know. From afar, I, I could have done better. I think I uh, hate yeah. football, so I hate to I burn Florida, orange. But I think Florida stole the show this year with theirs. I like theirs I, a lot, actually. That's really that that that's nice. I like that. The colors are good. I like it. Vancouver's are awesome too. But I'm yeah. partial towards. I have. I love retro NHL stuff. I love the California Golden Seal stuff. The Sharks bringing it back was. That was awesome for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the Robo Penguin. Um, yeah, Robo Penguin. I love the, the Islanders too. That's what I'm buying. Actually, I'm buying an Islanders one. I've decided that's what I'm buying. I love that Fisher Gordon. I think it's freaking cool, man. I'm getting one. Had to love seeing Jason Zucker do the Yager salute though after scoring yeah, the first goal in the Robo. Yeah, that was cool. I wish they'd bring back the green. I'd like to see a green reverse retro one of these years. I mean, I didn't love it, but I think they could do something pretty cool with it. What do you mean the but, Coyotes one? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, the purple definitely. one. It's still my favorite. I know I'm always wearing it. A little biased. Thanks, mom. But um, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I don't know. The purple just looked good on the ice. The stills, everything. Well, I think the purple was good. elite. My personal opinion is that purple is one of the best jersey colors you can have. It, just, no, it really is. It really is. It really is. It's it's awesome. The Suns purple jerseys, mm-hmm. awesome. The D-backs when they had purple jerseys, awesome, elite, elite jerseys. Yes. I mean, that was man, yeah. And then went to the two thousand sevens. Ugh, that font. Come on, D-backs, you can do better than that. <laughs> well, they can't, I guess. But so another another news too. We're moving on to I guess different things. Everyone talked about the mullet. Some people were hating. Well, everyone was hating on it except for this, you know, state of yeah. Arizona and a couple of cool fans that actually like hockey, Canada. So. Um, <laughs> I shit on Tanit all the time. This is a this is a normal occurrence. If you like, if you have any Canadian friends, tell them I'm sorry in advance. But the mold is beloved. Many players have said how great the ice is, the atmosphere. <laughs> we knew this, of course, because we actually watch hockey. But what do you guys think? What are you guys thinking of all this? The Canadian media really kind of flipping themselves over this whole, you know, oh, it's actually cool over there when we were right. What, what do you guys want to say about that? If you have anything to say, I'll say. At first glance, when the, when the news first broke, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't super ecstatic about it in any way. Um, and then I seen the locker rooms when they first came out, and it just looked like a high school rec arena, and it just, it didn't fit for me. But as I've grown into it, and on in the off season when more and more came out about Mullet, um, and seeing the first game played there, uh, the atmosphere is, I know it's only 4,600-odd fans, but the atmosphere in, in such a small environment like that, I don't think there's any other arena or I don't think stadium league wide across all the four major leagues that have an atmosphere like that. 
it's small. The building's small. I'm sure I haven't been to a game there, but I'm sure it's loud as can be. Um, it's different. I actually, some people poke fun at Arizona State having their logos on everything, but I think it's really cool um, that the Coyotes and Arizona State can partner up and achieve something together um, to overall grow hockey in Arizona because um, Arizona State themselves has a very successful hockey team this year. Um, so I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good idea that you know they can grow together in the same arena, and I think that can bring uh, more positive hockey news from Arizona and more development with players in Arizona as well, and maybe bring you know more interest from people out of state to come play hockey in Arizona and get into our development system. But I'm overall enjoying the mullet so far. Um, I'm sure attendance will go down as the season goes on, um, and then the news will get worse as there's, you know, a half-filled 4,600-fan arena. Um, but as of right now, I actually I don't have a problem with it at all. No, like, like I said on our rant last week, it's making the best of a bad situation. Nobody's going to sit there and say Mullet is, oh, Mullet is great. Why aren't we staying there full time? It's, it's a bad situation. It is what it is. We're just making the best of it, doing what we can, and moving forward. Now, now we just need Tempe to get moving with this and get this vote done so we can move on, which I, re- I understand why they did, but it's so frustrating that they made it a public vote because that just adds time to this whole situation. I, it's good that they're doing the taxpayers, and based on poll it looks like it's still going to pass, but it's just adding another six months to the end of this. Um, it's six months before we can break ground. That's where my frustration comes in. But one thing I laughed at was one of the players defending us after that first game was Blake Wheeler, of all people. If Blake Wheeler is defending the Coyotes, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um. It was just every player, every player that's played there raved about the ice, raved about the boards, said it was fun, said it was the best ice they've played on in the NHL. Um, it's fantastic. It's, and again, as I said last week, temporary. Mm. It's temporary. End of story. Uh, it's just, I'm so frustrated with all of the all of the bad news, all of the reports, all of the people talking without even looking at what's actually going on. People thinking that the dresser rooms are permanent like that, or um, that this is a permanent stadium. No, none of this is permanent. The dresser rooms will be fixed by the time they play their next home game. I think you nailed it on the head with the... the, uh you know, making the best of what they had. I think they killed it with what they've been given and, and uh, that arena and the size of that arena. I think they, they killed the game with it. Um, they couldn't have done better. I'm just waiting for, I don't know who it might be. It might be Liam O'Brien to go Bobby Knight mode and start slinging those folding chairs in the damn locker room. But there we go. I don't know. I like it. I think it's, I think you nailed it though with what we had to work with. I think they couldn't have done a better job and it's only going to yeah. get better and, at the end of the day, it's about the players and the team on the ice. So, I mean, yep, exactly. And I mean, I, I've been in the mullet, like I said in last week's episode. It's yeah, everything you've heard about it is hundred percent true. I mean, even seeing the ASU game was fantastic. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. really you can hear the players chirping each other on the ice. It was an absolute blast. And I plan to go to a game hopefully soon. Probably wait for the tickets to die down a little bit. Like you said, probably take a dip and hopefully secure right. something. But yeah, I definitely like the mullet's great arena. The parking is really easy. I mean, it's fantastic. Best of bad situation, one hundred percent. I mean. It's temporary. So, well, speaking of temporary, it looks like we've had, I think he said it's nine games now, right? Dylan Gunther. So, it's time to think. What are we, uh, he's probably going back down. I think he's staying in the Kachina. What's, what's, what's you guys' uh, thoughts on that? Before we move on, we all did see the John Gamadoro tweet, right? That I did not. John no, he blocked me. He's staying. No, he blocked what's me, it? so I can't see anything. He oh, blocked yeah, me. I can't, nice. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> Gambo said he's staying. Now, Gamble like with Coyotes. I mm-hmm. I will usually wait until Craig Morgan said it. Yeah, but look, the kid belongs. No matter what happens, if he gets sent down, if he stays up, he belongs. He's looked great. He's been one of our best forwards, game in, game out. 
him, Michelli, and Keller are the three brightest spots on this team. They are the most exciting thing. They're the only reason for tuning in if we keep playing like we did last night. But you can tell us Richie too. Oh, uh, yeah. Richie's, Richie's been fun, been yeah. Good. Richie's yeah. been fun to watch. Um, but he belongs. I don't know the value personally of keeping him in what's going to be a lost season. That's where I come in thinking, do we really want to burn a year of what's going to be a rough season? Um, but at the same time, I'd like to see him sent down for that reason. But he belongs, so I'm not going to argue if they keep him. I'm not going to say, oh, well, this was a bad move if they keep him. It's just, it is what it is. It's Whatever happens, I'll be happy with, essentially. So, <laughs> what about you, boys? Well, I can come around on that. I think I, it's always hard having this conversation because I always believe that the more ice time a player can have at a young age, the more they can learn to grow. And it's it's important and crucial not to, sh- I mean, ship a guy out. And it might only be for a year, but um, it just it gets to the point where then you have to think, you know, with Clayton Keller last year. I mean, do you really want to subject um, our next big thing, our next big star in a season, you know, where we're going to be at the bottom of the league and we're really not playing for anything but a draft pick, do you really want to subject him to injury or even, I mean, killing the kid's morale? I mean, it's a drag uh, going out there and getting beat 7-2 to two on a nightly basis, which it will become that as it gets further down on the schedule. Um, but I don't want to burn the kid out on Arizona. I don't want to kill his morale, um, and I don't want to see him injured. Uh, but I do think that if he were to play, you know, another week or two would be preferable for me. I'd like to see a little bit more out of him. Um, I think a good sample size for me is somewhere between 20 and 30 games. Um, but I would like him to stay up a little longer, and I think it would be the smart move to send him back down. We have nothing to play for. Um, and there's just – with him being the next big thing and all people talk about him and Coyotes lucky now, even before he got here, it was, you know – Spicy deal. It was all spicy deal. And I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to see him take a negative impact playing on a team that's, you know, bound for the bottom five in the league. You guys ever seen that meme of like, like Squidward in the window and like Patrick and Spoda running around having fun or whatever? You know what I'm talking (laughs) about? I feel like that's the Canucks looking at Dylan Gunther. They're like, man, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, there was some. You see salt in the replies <laughs> last night. It was so fun to read through those. I mean, it, it, it's, it's how I'm sustaining myself through this rebuild is Canadian tears. Honestly. That's why I've been shit posting on more than usual. You know what I mean? I have to. Gotta have something. Come on, you guys got Niagara Falls. You have uh, seem to be Ryan Morton's in the hockey club. There it is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. They thought it'd be crazy. I seen Ottawa's for sale, dude. I cried in tears. I was like, I thought it was going to be us, and here we are playing in a 5,000-seat arena, and Ottawa's selling their team. Yep. The Toyota <laughs> Center welcomes you, Ottawa. The Toyota Center welcomes you. <laughs> Great weather on this time of year, baby. The hey, traffic's kind of bad. Ryan, like... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. He'll keep them there. So. Well, Hamilton. So. I mean, they say Hamilton's great. Ham- the Hamilton Senators, baby. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not moving <laughs> Ottawa. I'm not moving the one team that's somewhat understanding of our stuff. Tolerable. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> They'll have lockers like oh. us. Ooh, boogeyman. <laughs> Under the bed. Oh, no. Temporary lockers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Canadians are sweating. <gasps> They had temporary Ooh, lockers in the see... desert. Did you see that no Tim Hortons in the arena. Very good passport. You're me at the border. Hey, you're that guy, aren't you? You're not my buddy, pal, or whatever they say in South Park. <laughs> Kick me out. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. So you never actually gave your opinion, Tyler. Oh, right. I got distracted thinking about the around. meme. Um, yeah, honestly, I mean, you guys really kind of said it for me. I mean, I think if uh, he wants to stay up, let him stay up. I, I like I like watching him. I love watching him play, especially when uh, Vancouver's <laughs> watching him at the same time. So, I like watching him. I'm cool with him staying. It's good to Kachina. Maybe it makes me want to kind of buy one too early. 
He'll change his number eventually. Yep. That'll suck, but uh, you know, whatever. No, I think he's. I think he's saying number eleven because that was his number. Call it number in juniors so. too. That'd be sweet. Right. Uh, so. They might get one. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Um, yeah. but yeah. So I let think, him stay. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'd really like to see him go back and compete for the Memorial Cup, man. Yeah, like, but we, it, what like, else do we got? We I mean, besides up, having a cool arena. If we if we send him down, I'm not. Or if we keep him up, I'm not going to be mad. It's just, mm. I prefer we don't lose the contract here. I prefer we don't. He's not going to play on Edmonton. It sounds like if he gets sent down, he'll get traded because Edmonton's bad. They lost all their players to mm. being promoted. But, um, just send him down. That's my my yeah. preference. But. I'm not going to be mad if he stays. This next topic, I guess, kind of made more sense before last night's game. <laughs> we said it would be stay good for long. Okay. Uh, I guess that answered. I guess that got answered. I wanted, I wanted the quotation marks there for a reason. Uh, and I put them on there, and I even did the air quotes for you guys. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I guess the answer is no. <laughs> we won't stay no. good for long. Uh, we won one at the mullet. That's great. Um, I mean, last was night was picking up an assist last night too. So, yeah, um, that uh, answers but, the question. But we were at least competitive in Mullet before mm-hmm. that game. Um, the thing, the thing I was going to point out though is that we're destined for a fall from this low-level competing we're doing because we have 28 total goals and 11 of them are power play goals. We mm-hmm. are abysmal five on five. Just absolutely abysmal. If our power play dries up at all, and right now, if we finish with this kind of percentage, it would be top five in the history of the NHL, so that's oh, not boy. staying like that. <laughs> setting records, baby. Didn't say they were good um, records. But we said we're setting records. But just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. If we yeah. play well, enjoy it. If we don't play well, Enjoy watching Michelli Keller, and if he stays up, Gunther grow. Um, mm-hmm. Enjoy watching Shane Gostaspare and Nick Ritchie before they moved up to trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. But just enjoy the little things. It's what can. I keep saying about this rebuild. Enjoy the little things. It is so fun out there watching Michelli grow. Every game he gets more confident. Every game he's trying something new, and it is so fun. He doesn't have his first goal yet this game. I'm calling it's happening in the next game. He is scoring a goal in the next game because he plays hard. He, yeah, he plays hard. He competes. He fights. And he's incredibly skilled. He is probably our second most skilled forward, maybe third after Schmaltz. But Michelli, I love him. I love this kid. His ceiling is sky high. And that was the main thing I wanted this thing here for was enjoy just enjoy this ride. It's oh, gonna enjoy. be a rough season, so enjoy yeah. what we get. Enjoy having a team in Arizona. That's why I, at the end of the day I'm always grateful because you know all you hear is relocation twenty four seven. I'm just glad that we still have a hockey club in Arizona that we can cheer for. I mean Exactly. We'll get better. It'll happen. Yep. I'm just trying to stay patient here and I mean the young guys th- make it exciting. I think no matter what happens, no matter where we pick, I think this is the last year of the true tank, I hope. Please let it be. I hope. I, so. yeah. I hope. It's um, so hard to be but we're still we're still gonna be rough because young teams lose. It's just it's what happens. They make mistakes, they lose. They lose a lot. Just go five hundred, I'd be happy. Yeah. Something. Oh man, it's always so tough when you're in the middle of it. And the, th- the other thing is, and we're covering this in a little bit because we have the path to the draft on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're covering this. Um, but I'll be talking a little bit later about GMBA's drafting, and it's, it's why this rebuild's different, essentially. So, uh, But that's all I'm going to say about this. Yeah, I mean, to echo all that sentiment, yeah, enjoy it. So I kind of want Gunther to stay up more than I want him to go down just because he's something to watch, an extra little piece of joy I could watch be like, man, mm-hmm. Vancouver sucks. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> Much appreciated. I love it every time. Any Vancouver fan wants to come on and tell me I'm wrong. Come on in, baby. 
for eating their salt yesterday, they are in complete agreement with you. <laughs> All right, good. I'm right for once. That's, no, I got to write that one down. That's a rarity. But there is some positivity in the desert. We have a Roadrunner starting off pretty strong. Why do you think that is? What's going on down there? Good old Tucson. I think uh, it's a combination of a couple things. One, we're scoring pretty well. We're, we're Our offense is clicking down there. The prospects we have, Yannick's having a good start of the year. Carcone is having another amazing year in the AHL. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, a guy I have often criticized in the past, Here he comes. Kostov, is having a great start, which is so awesome to see. Um, I'm like I said, I'm the first to criticize him, so I want to be effusive with my praise here because he has been outstanding down there so far. That's um, a cool word. Really nice to see. This was a very important year for him, for his development, and for him to secure a job with this team going forward. So him seizing the reins and dominating the job in Tucson is great sign, is great news, and next year he's waivers eligible. So next year he has to make the coyotes or he goes through waivers where he will, if he doesn't get claimed on waivers, then that's an even worse sign. Um, but next year we're looking at a veggie and Prosvitov pairing. So him doing this well down there is a great sign for the future. Now piggyback yep. right on that, man. I mean, last year I thought I had lost all hope. I mean, I'm glad he got his call in the NHL, but it looked kind of like a lost cause to me. But I, I have never seen a player bounce back so well and profound like Yvonne has this year. And it's not just the play on the ice that that gets to me and you know kind of impresses me. It's the it's the leadership. He's I feel like he's stepped up, like you said, he's taken the reins over on that team. And when you watch him play, I mean, it's not just the saves and what he's doing it's you know how he's facilitating the game and how he's moving the puck in and out of the crease and like he's he looks a lot more comfortable this year in his position and the leadership with him and his team and how the players are I mean listening to some of the interviews if you can find them um, how highly they speak of Yvonne in and out of the locker room is promising for me too because that's a big thing from an NHL goalie is when you get beat up which when you have a team that, you know, has such an abysmal offense like we do, you know, the goal is going to take a lot of heat during the game. I mean, like last year it was like 42 shots a game that we were just pounding veggie with. I mean, they've got to be the one that goes into the locker room and takes back control of the team um, when nothing's going right. When it's, you know, when it's four zero at the end of the first, um, they've got to pull the reins back in. And he's showing in Tucson this year that he's not only, developing skill-wise on ice, but he's growing into the leader that we need in the locker room moving forward in the rebuild process. So I'm I'm super excited with what I'm seeing in Tucson and some of the development and the players that are stepping up to the plate that we might see here in the future very shortly if they keep playing the way they are. But tied first in their division, I hope they they can get it done this year. It'd be nice to see. It hadn't been a, been a long time, but – and it's still early, but they look real good this year. I'm excited for them. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely planning on going to see a couple of games myself, just because, you know, cheaper than, unfortunately, Coyote's tiny arena. But so it'd be fun to watch them in person. Good that Prosvitov is coming back. Cool last name like that. Definitely want a good goalie out of him. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely see about that. Um, but yeah, I don't really follow the HL as strongly as I probably should, but I definitely will have to, seeing their strong start. So the change that, but. NLL season's coming up, so it's like, oh man, this is getting rough, guys. It's getting rough for me. <laughs> Champions League, I got Premier League, NLL. It's, it's, it's brutal on me, man. It's brutal. You don't like being me. It's tough. All right. I've completed my Tyler Bingo card. <laughs> Not yet. I didn't say him by name. Chelsea Football Club. Now you completed oh, the Bingo. <laughs> there <man>. you go. <laughs> Uh, or water dogs and so there you go there's an extra probably corner piece uh dragon quest 5 there's like probably top corner oh top man. Shelf. that was that that still was an epic rant i still, i don't even know what started it i wasn't even like drunk or anything i was just off the cuff that just ignited oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Ray, professor granny go ahead and put your spectacles on it is now time for I think it's going to be a new segment, our path to the draft. Sir, it's all yours. So 
so yeah, for the rest of the year, we're trying to put more of a focus on the draft, the upcoming draft, the previous drafts, just stuff like that. Um, because that's what, unfortunately, that's what this year's about. It's just, it, it is what it is. Trying to keep a more positive spin. Um, but one thing I want to point out is GMBA's 100% batting average so far through, uh, through the draft. He has had two drafts under his belt. He's had two players make the teams from the, those two drafts. And both of them look like they are going to be phenomenal pieces of this team playing major roles going forward. Now, that's not going to stay. Some of these guys will bust. Some of these guys will miss. Some of these guys won't live up to expectations. Some will exceed. But <laughs> I, could, I think you could make an argument that GMBA is already near the best drafting GM the Coyotes have had. Because when you think about it, for guys that Taika drafted that hit, he has Keller, he has Chikrin, and maybe Michelli. And it gets kind of thin after that. Everyone else is trade or free agents. So the fact that GMBA already has Moser looking phenomenal, looking like he's going to be a top four defenseman when this team is good, and Gunther looking like a future superstar, that's just that's amazing, just right off the bat. So there is plenty of reason to be excited about this team. It's it's going to be a rough year. We've said it before. We've said it all. It's going to keep happening. But there is so much to look forward to. There is so much to be excited about. And this upcoming draft class is one of the deepest draft classes in the last 20 years. There is some phenomenal forward talent in this draft. It is going to help us out immensely. Um, even if we don't get Connor Bedard in the first overall pick, Adam Fantilli is scoring at a rate in the college that is hasn't been seen since uh oh I had his name earlier, I'm blanking on it. But he's beating Eichel. Um Oh the duck, the Anaheim duck. Oh Korea, Paul Korea. He's scoring at a rate that hasn't been seen since Paul Korea, which Paul Korea is the greatest college hockey player of all time. Um he's having a remarkable year. That's a great consolation prize. Mishkov is looking incredible in Russia. There is so much to be excited for, both on this team already and coming in. And that's not even talking about the prospects already drafted, but if I went on with that, we'd be here for 40 minutes. Um, But one thing I do want to point out for that is Artem Duda was just named to his Russia's MHL league, his all-star game. So right there, a second-round pick from this year that's looking like he's living up to what he should be so far. Just some incredible drafting. This isn't the Chaika rebuilds. This isn't the Don Maloney rebuilds. This is a completely different thing. This has a completely different feel. There is hope and optimism and excitement, and I am so excited for the future. So, you guys, yep. you boys have anything you want to add? I do, actually. Uh, just to echo your sentiment there, uh, it's especially when you say Gunther like future superstar. It, the hardest part I think of this rebuild, besides the painful product on the ice, is waiting. Like I wish we had this now. I, I'm, I want it now. I want to see the just bam. Now obviously it can't. That's okay. It's worth the wait. But damn, I just would love to have these players now. That's really the, the second hardest part. But it's exciting for sure. Glad we have this segment. I'm gonna probably learn a lot. Can't wait. Absolutely. Where are we at with uh with Little Down at Arizona State? What's his uh I don't really pay attention much to the prospects as they're coming up. Um, but where's where's he going with his development? I mean I'd he's like captain to- of ASU right now and doing pretty good. I, mean, I like I've seen him play. He's, he's doing, playing good. Yeah, his his counting stats aren't there yet, but it looks like just based on the games I've watched, he's taken on a more of a defensive role, more of a leadership role. Um and a lot of it too is just puck luck with him. His development looks to be on track, so um, yeah, it's exciting things there. Having another don't on this team is going to be it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that was that was uh, uh, the 
moment seeing that pick happen was just special. Yeah, that was amazing. That was, I mean, I, I should have seen it coming. I was like surprised. Someone was like, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Man, that was good to have them both drop the puck. I mean, I think <laughs> the most important figure the franchise has ever known, and hopefully the future of the franchise, it's amazing. I mean, truly, this ASU and Kyrie's thing just keeps getting better and better. I mean, I'm loving it more and more by the day, it seems like. so. And that's going to pay such huge dividends when it come, when we have the Tempe Arena. Having this partnership already built is going to be phenomenal when it comes time to do it, when it comes mm-hmm. time to cash in. So, and all those fans, I mean, the ASU students that come through, $25 a ticket to go see an NHL game? What is this, 1982? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yeah. what the heck? That's awesome. I'm I, I'm also going to call my shot and say we're going to have uh, maybe not a Winter's Classic, but a Stadium Series game or something along awesome. that line at ASU. That'd ASU football field. Uh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Good. I'd have to go to that. I'd have to. Uh, I mean, I'll good. sell a kidney. It won't be the negative. It won't be the negative forty-five degree one I was at, but yeah, I can't believe huh. that. I still think about that when you said like, "Oh yeah, your beer would freeze." I'm like, man, I've never. I, I've like I said the coldest. I've been in snow, but something like that where your beer is freezing in your freaking hand, I have never experienced that. That is crazy to me. I believe you, but I'm like, that's crazy, dude. I can't imagine yeah. that. That's wild to me. Your freaking no, teeters were frozen. That to me does. <laughs> I I can't believing in Texas and Arizona. I can't compare that. I'm like, what? You'll have to come up here for a winter. You'll have to come. I want to. I genuinely have a buddy up there. You, I was like, man, I I really need to go up there and check it out, see what it's like. I'll freeze to death, but I got my will written out, so it's all good. So be fun though. We'll send you. We'll send you back. Don't worry. Yeah, in a box. Thanks. Hopefully, like a nice little like kitty. (laughs) My heart's already cold. So, oh goodness, and try poutine and Culver's. I can't think of what else is there should there. be poutine in Arizona. There's oh, a Culver's yeah. right by my house, actually. Yeah, yeah. there should be. Yeah, overrated, <laughs> but it is what it is. I figured try it at least once, at least just to say. I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not the biggest fan. I don't really get it. Cheese curds and gravy just sounds so weird to me. I don't know. Oh, poutine! I love poutine. Is amazing. The dog decided to jump nothing. against the window, and I was like, "What the heck." <laughs> I was like, what the heck is that? So he's up and staring at me like, good lord. <laughs> anyway. It wouldn't be a podcast without your dog interrupting at some Honestly, I know. Apollo's the star of the show, and we guys can see him and try. Hopefully it'll adjust, but you might miss his little freaking head out there. Oh, he moved. But yeah, I see his little like <laughs> paw and like his little head. I'm like, good lord. Ugh. He's a great dog though. Well, Luke, you ready for your Mount Rushmore, sir? I'm excited about this. I guess okay. so. All right, so it's four players that you think are the Coyotes. Obviously, they're the most important players, and it's it. And there's no wrong answer. Anybody you want to do is completely fine. Any specific so order, it. or is it just all? Just you whatever can. you want. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, you've got to put Shane down on Mount Rushmore. That's just yeah. if you're a Coyotes fan and he's not on your Mount Rushmore, and you. No. When we say no judgment. We assume there's one rule. you're going to have chain going on. If yeah, there's one rule, I guess. The judgment would come hard. Yeah, there's uh, one rule. So we'll go Shane down. I'll go uh, Jeremy Roenick. Nice I'll pick. Put him on it. Yep. Uh, so far, it's... I mean, Keith. I mean, I'd maybe put T-Chuck up there. My pick, I don't know. I'll go, ahead and put Ekman, I'll go ahead and put Ekman Larson up there to piss some people off. I was a Judgment. huge, I was a huge OEL fan. I think uh, he was a hell of a player. And I'll put OEL up there. He was. And that's our show, folks. Thanks for coming out. Uh, great time. I'm, I'm just, just glad. We, I'm just <laughs> glad I'm not the only one on that hill now. Yeah, I, uh, I seriously think OEL was the most exciting player. I mean, besides last. You know, year or two with some of these new guys. I thoroughly enjoyed watching OEL play hockey in Arizona. OEL had four or five years where he was just unreal. He was a top 15 defenseman in the entire league. He was a great player. He hit his he hit his curve way earlier than he should have, and that is such a disappointment. But OEL was a great player. And I will not have any more of this slander, Tyler. That's right. He gone now, baby.
Don't matter. <laughs> having, I'll drink to yeah, that. Having, having said all that, I will still take the trade. I'll probably put, Gunther, I'll Vancouver. Probably put um, Kachuk up there, man. I, Keith was okay. he was a he was a hell of a guy and a hell of a player, and he's top five. I don't know about top four, but he's he's top five, and I just can't think of a fourth right now. Keller, if he stays online, will be up there one day. Um, with how hot he started, but I, you know, and you have Keith Seattle, and um, I'm not gonna get into it. But I think yeah. those, yeah. I think Roenick, Doan, Kachuk, and uh, OEL, Ekman Larson. I think that'd be my top four. Eventually, right. we're going to have to do a second Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I to think see so too. who the as to see who the next four names everyone has. But yeah, I think that's a good idea. I don't think we get a single single Agreed. one that's alike. Because mm-hmm. me and you, we shared about we shared three of our four guys. Mm-hmm. Mine was uh, Keith Kachuk, Jeremy Roenick. Shane Doan, and then I had Nikolai Havi Bootland. So, hmm. um, yep. And each one has it. You did too, Tyler, didn't you? Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think everybody did. I think the only one that had anything different was. I don't think the episode aired, but I think Devin was the only one that had a different one that I can re- remember. I don't remember right. I could be wrong on that. My cousin that came on. I I, I want to. I might be wrong on that. Sorry, Devin, if you listen to this, I I can't remember. Haynes' edition of Chris Colonoso will always be legendary. Yeah. For the that was, goal. That's the funniest that one. Awesome. That's probably the funniest edition. And then I think Lindsey Fry is like the most sentimental of like genuinely made me go like, that's a great pick. Like I actually was like mind blown, like on air. Like, wow, that oh, was yeah, a great leave, pick. Leave it to leave it to Pat Brown for to yeah. have the best. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's Pat Brown. Got no. damn names like I don't know, but Dallas Drake's at the world come to my head when I'm thinking like five through Dallas 10. Dallas Drake was so good. He was so good <laughs> here. Swear. They come up and they come up in my top 10 when I'm thinking. I'm like, well, I don't like, know. Martin Hans, at what point do you put Ray Whitney? Oh, yeah. He had two absolutely incredible years, but it was only two years. Mm. Ray Whitney. Do you put Brizgalov anywhere? Does he touch this? Is he even looking at this, the mountain at this point? <laughs> Is he at least you looking at it? to get a ticket? To go look at it. I I think you gotta talk about Redeem Verbata though seriously. Yeah, I think no, I, I think so too. Yeah, he might yeah, be. He could, on there. he could make an argument for him to be in the top four. He could. He yeah. He should. My personal opinion is he should be in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, I think he should too. Don gets his statue day one of Tempe. Don gets his statue oh, for sure. Verbata goes Absolutely. in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll even pay taxes to that, Tempe. You can just, you know, I'll, don't wait a small percent. I ain't make a lot of money, but, you know, I'll go ahead and slap something in the little, little box there, like McDonald Land or whatever it's called, the McDonald yeah. Ronald McDonald House. McDonald, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And for the final thing, our final segment. Uh, actually, I'm going to change it up a little bit, just a piece, because I want to make this interesting. Uh-oh. So, you can FaceTime. Any NHL legend or Google Meets, if you have an Android phone, whatever, um, or whatever they call it, Google Hangout, Duo, whatever. Um, give me a coyote, past or present, living or dead. Give me an NHL legend, living or dead. Grandy, I'm throwing you in the bus. Go ahead. Oh, this is easy. Paul Vissonette for the coyote. Okay. Or Keith Yandel would be a good one. Paul Vissonette. Paul Vissonette for the Nett. coyote. That would be a good one, too. It's Yarmir Yager. Oh, you I didn't think. This oh, yeah. I damn it, you yeah. You knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Favorite player of all time that wasn't Coyote. Oh. Plus, is entertaining as hell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yep, it's his, it's uh, Paul Bissonnette for the Coyotes and Yarmir Yager. And I am having an uh, absolute blast, and we are getting drunk. Is it a three way race FaceTime, or is it one of those like each one? You're giving like an hour to each. Oh. You know what? With Biz, he can make it work with anyone. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it will essentially be a three-hour-long spinning chicklets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> At least that under a pod. So, God, man. Tough. I'm going to say NHL as a whole, I'm going to go with Bobby Orr. Classic. Uh, I just, I'd imagine his head's a little bit fucked up from all the damn, I mean, he was a hell of a, he was a great player but he was a hell of a fighter and i'd like to talk to a bruiser from back in the day just one of the old school like position bruisers 
that just, and Bobby Orr is just a great example of one. Um, this just, someone you just you stay away from on the ice and enforce it when they come out there. I'd like to talk to him. I think um, Coyote wise, current, I think Fish currently on roster wise, I think Fish would be a fun guy to talk to. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great yeah. choice. I think yeah, that is a good choice. Yeah, that's a great choice. That is a good one. I like that. Yeah, I think I'll take Fish. Okay. He seems like a funny guy. Well, I can... Yeah, he does seem kind of like a, a business a little cleaner, I think, though, humor-wise. Yeah. Not as rough. At least in the cameras. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, my Coyote, I got to be Shane Doan. He's my absolute hero. I wore 19 in college. Lacrosse, not a big deal. Just for him. That's why I had 19, always. And Steve Eiserman a little bit in there, but mostly Shane Doan. And uh, my NHLer, Grand, I'll give you one more guess. You guessed Lucas Raymond before we got on the show, but give me one more guess, and I'll be honest. Is, is it, it Stevie Y? No. Is it a Red Wing? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Mo Sider? No, it is not. Bertuzzi? Uh-uh. Oh, you're, oh, you're getting close, man. huh? It's it's oh. I got his jersey. Dylan Larkin. Nope. He used oh, to play. Really? He's no longer. Sorry, he's no longer playing. No longer playing. Oh, sorry, I'll do that. That's you. No. No Zetterberg. Zetterberg. That's it. Yes, Zetterberg. Yes. We nailed it, Henry. Yes, he was. I love him. Yeah, he is one of my favorite players of all time. It was a joy to see him in his, one of his last seasons at, in Dallas when I still lived in Texas. And he acknowledged my existence. That made my night when he saw me and pointed. I was like, let's, that blew my, I was like, he knows, he knows I exist and I'm okay with that. I love him. His jersey will always, like, house is burning down. I can only save two jerseys, my Doan and my Zetterberg. That's how much, like, I love those jerseys. I, mean, I love this one too, but I'll probably be wearing this one to be honest. So, Hopefully, if I can cheat, <laughs> my reverse retro Kessel, my mom got me. Wow, but those two God. jerseys are like my, they are sacred to me. They are religious relics that will one day be buried in, I don't know, when I get embalmed at some cool tomb. You know, that's 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 what's going with me, so. Okay. And we killed that. We, we didn't yeah, that was fun. Right at the same time. Yeah, you did. That's... I- I should have known it. I should have known it well before you, though, because I mean, I've known Tyler for years. Bro, I was saying I'm surprised you didn't guess Zetterberg. Not not first. I, I wasn't. I, the CBY was close. That was when I thought about. I'll give you that. I really was like Steve. No, you know what? It's got to be Z. It's got to be. Got to be Z. Hey, Gordy, is Gordy not in the mix for you? Oh, of course. He was. If it, if Zetterberg was not available, he didn't answer my call, and I can call someone else. It's gonna be Gordy Howe. I mean. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, Mr. Hockey's got to be. He's got to be top five on everyone's list. Oh, he, absolutely. Yeah, top five on everyone's list. He's probably the next name after Yager for me, for his, NHL legends. His book is good if you haven't read it yet. His book is fantastic if you haven't read it. Just saying. I'll have to read like that. Yeah. I have a uh, what's his name? Uh, Lidstrom's. If you want to borrow that? I can mail that one out to you. I got Lidstrom's. That one's really good too. Lidstrom, Lidstrom's another one who I would love yeah, to have one on one with. A perfect human. Just yeah. How just, do you yeah. get that as a nickname? I mean, his book was really good. How it went in depth. Even have like other players like saying how he got it, and it was great. And my uncle, cause he, you know, he's older, obviously. He saw the whole beginning to end of Lidstrom, so it's cool. Let him borrow the book and him oh. telling me like what it was like to be in Detroit. It's it's so cool. I was just blown away hearing his stories. So, but one more, I'll add an extra bonus. Which NHL personality, announcer, uh, even social media person, would you Facetime? Biz. Okay, that counts. I'll give you. All right, I'll count I that mean, one. I just, That's I fair. Just okay, I'll coyote, count that. So I'll name him now. Yeah, he's okay. I'll count. I'll that. go with yeah, Paul for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat too. Okay, but he's technically a personality now. Okay, PK Subban. Oh. Okay, that's good. okay, that's right. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, interesting. Hmm, for me. God, he fell off the tracks, dude. Jeez, PK. Like nobody yeah, else. He, yeah. he hit his wall hard. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. I feel so bad for him. He went from literally a Norris winner to yeah, obsolete in a year. Mm-hmm. Happens. It's unfortunate, though. It's got to be tough, too. You know, you've probably been playing hockey since he was, what, like five years old or younger? And it's like, that's all you know. And all of a sudden, just. No longer available. It's got to be tough. I mean, I can't imagine well, what that he's does. Talk, 
he's talked about it since he's retired. He just said the injuries caught up to him. Just plain yeah. and simple. The wear and tear and the constant injuries, it just he got an injury once and could never recover. Just played with that nagging injury the rest of his career because just wouldn't heal, no matter what. No matter yeah. how many rest days he took. So well, it's kind of playing. Oh, it is. Uh, I thought Chris Osgood just to poke at Grandy, just to add another one just to be that guy. But mine would be Doc Emmerich, I think, just having that legendary voice, just to be able to talk to him and just say, like, you've seen, I mean, some of the greatest ever and announced it. So that's probably him. If I had to pick the, 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 one of the best, yeah, oh, ever Doc, of all time. Yeah, of all sports, probably the greatest of all time. The voice Doc. of hockey. Yeah, it was. We got to grow up in that era. That's really nice. You know, our kids were like, oh, it's Doc. And you'd say, sit down, kid. Let me tell you a story. Sit down. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, boys, anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? No, I think we're good. Thank you, Luke, for being on. Yeah, looking forward you. to the looking forward to the great content coming up at Coyote's Corner. Been reading the uh, – I, I did it. My bad. Coyote Corner. Oh, I did the um, same thing earlier. Been reading, like, been reading the post-game uh, – the post game things so been good so looking forward to seeing more much more coming we just started that up so hopefully uh we're able to sustain it and we got to come and we've got endless content with hockey so i'm just this 14 game road stretch it's coming up which is tied for the longest in nhl history uh speaking of vancouver and 2010 uh went 14 games as well so it's going to be a rough stretch i think but We'll see what happens. Yeah. A rough stretch. Keep that's good to, uh, thing to keep in mind. The pay or enjoy the little things. Enjoy the little yeah. things. Hope you like the white cheetah. That's all you're gonna be seeing for the next fourteen games. Yeah, that's gotta be rough on a player. Yeah. Imagine traveling that much. Oof, that's rough. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Another, another, reason. another reason would be good to send Gunther down. He doesn't have to go through this stuff. Yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah. We got we got screwed on the schedule this year. It's that's crazy. It we is it's just, the schedule. They didn't want to do to us what they did to the Islanders. But oh man. It would have been nice that I, I just wish they had started a little bit earlier on the arena, on this, on the dressing rooms, on the stuff like this, so that they yeah. would have been ready in time. Um, I think it's Coyotes heads their bets on something else, maybe? Is that why it took so long to build this annex? Is that what it is? Maybe they're hoping... It could be. It, we'll never know. And I don't... At this point, it doesn't matter. So... We're in there now. Yep. Sometime in mid-December again, I guess. Yeah. Hope you like the white kachina. It's all you're going to be seeing for a while. Mm. Uh, no, right. I think we wear the reverse retros too when the other team wears theirs. Oh, cool! Well, there you go. Think, Break up a little bit because that's what happened with the uh, Sabers and Penguins. So, oh yeah, that's right. They actually have white. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I guess hopefully that'd be pretty sweet. Break up a little bit. Okay, boys. If that's it, then let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, Luke, thank you so much for appearing on our humble podcast. We'll see you guys again next week for more Topics Things. And from all of us here at the Chirpin' Yodis podcast, part of the Hockey Focus Network, have a good week. See you next time.